WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. Listen up, slap nuts. This is Jeff Jarrett. Hey, everyone. This is Angelina Love. This is the undisputed future Seth Rollins. Hey, this is Kane from WWE. This is EC3. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. This is WWE Superstar Natalia. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Bella Twins. Yes, this is Broken, Not Haughty. The greatest man that ever lived always likes a good rack, and you're listening to the greatest rack. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. I heard y'all wanted to hear a bedtime story. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm gonna break you, bitch, you hear me? With your host... They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rocket. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. This right here means I'm the champ that runs the camp. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. I knew you'd come. Right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today at Instagram.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over at Gerwick.net, rockradioshow.com, or wildtalkradio.com, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you get a quick second, check out the fine folks over at fightbooth.com as well, because they're awesome and they're amazing and they post awesome stuff. So you should check it out when you know when you get a shot, not during the show. We don't want you to tune out. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward, and joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. Well, they, c- they could tonight, because we're not actually... No. We're not live. You can do whatever you want. We're not live. There's no chat room. Yeah, right now, I'm probably at NXT, <laughs> or I'm on my way back from NXT. Or you're listening to us at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so... Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm at work. Unless it's Saturday or Sunday, then I'm not at work. But otherwise, I'm at work. So, yeah, you can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rock Radio Show, at Lynch Ward, whenever you so choose. But yes, we're not live, but we're here. It's a Thursday when you're listening to this. So or it could be a Saturday. Could be a Saturday. Either one works. Could be a Sunday. Could be a Friday. Who knows? Who knows? It's a thing. But this is the show. It's the rack. We're here. Can you tell we're not used to doing shows on a pre-tape in a while? Because it's, oh. it's always awkward when we do this. We do it so infrequently. That's why. But I just did 20 of them. Anyway, so if you haven't checked out 20 Days of Jobber, go to wildtalkradio.com and take a listen to all 20 
days of Jobber plus one, because New Year's reasons. Yes, and for those that didn't listen to Pop Goes the Rack, first of all, why not? You should totally go listen to it. It's available at the archives of wildtalkradio.com and rackradioshow.com. But if you missed it, Happy New Year! Yes, Happy New Year. We're back. It's 2018. We're doing the show for you, the people. We the people? No. That's, no? that's someone else's catchphrase. Oh, is that somebody else's catchphrase? Sorry. We're not going to steal other people's catchphrases. But everybody else in wrestling does. So people the we. People of the we. Dude, that sounds wrong. I said people the we, not of the. I said people the we. That sounds worse. Let's get into some of the news presented by Gerwick.net. All right, well, you know what the news is, so I will let you take over. Ooh, I get the lead? You get the lead. Okay, cool. I get to hit the fancy bumper, too. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulder snap. It's this week's injury roundup. There's no snap, there's no crackle, there's no pop, but there's the flu for Enzo Amore. Hashtag blame Brent. Which is um pulling him out of the mix match challenge, which will be coming up, I believe starting uh next week. Uh no, two weeks from tonight. Two weeks on the sixteenth. So that's when you'll have the mixed match challenge, but it's taking them out of the mixed match challenge because they're gonna be starting to announce the teams and stuff starting in a couple of days, or by the time you're listening to this, they've already started to announcing them. But it's serious enough that they've decided to remove him from the mixed match challenge. He was not at Monday Night Raw, which we'll get into here in a minute. Yeah, so the cruiserweight champion is down and out for at least a couple of weeks. Which is unfortunate. You never want to hear that. Um, he did have to be taken to the hospital to have fluids put into him. So his condition was, is, um, not fun, but he is apparently feeling better. He was discharged from the hospital last night. Um, he did actually make it to Raw. He was just not used. He, he was sent home because they were trying to quarantine him from the rest of the roster. Cause you know, they don't want the rest of the roster getting sick like Braun Strowman was when he got sent home over the weekend. Or, yes. or last, last week. The end of last week. So there's that. Um, speaking of the May, uh, the Mixed Match Challenge, one of the people who was involved with the May Young Classic, Beth Phoenix, WWE Hall of Famer, will be one of the announcers for the Mixed Match, Mixed Match Challenge. Easy for me to say. I was going to say, can you say it? No, I cannot. This is why you're supposed to be leading the show, but I know the news. Um, she'll be joining Michael Cole and Corey Graves calling the action on Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Watch. So there is that. That's cool that Beth is getting involved. It's very cool. I mean, it's awesome. It could lead to maybe an in-ring return. Are, They're are, bringing her back into the fold. Could she be doing something else? Are you saying the Royal Rumble coming up in a few weeks? Maybe. Which, let's get into Monday Night Raw, and that's one of the big stories from Monday Night Raw. Is the Women's Royal Rumble. Where they officially announced it will be 30 women just like the men. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Talk about it. It's Awesome. So basically everybody on the main roster, minus the two champions, I believe, probably women from NXT for sure, will be in the Rumble. So we'll get some surprises there. And then we are potentially going to get external surprises. And they probably went for 30 because number one, they have the numbers. But number two, they probably were able to get a lot of the external surprises to agree because they had several volunteers right out of the bat. So I'm sure they had no problem making some phone calls and getting some people to agree to do it. And here's what you need to look out for. You need to look at the people not making comments because they are probably the ones who are going to make the comebacks. 
Because if they're out there talking about it and making a big fuss over it, then it's not really a surprise. But it's the ones who are not making any comment who make the biggest impact. Oh, yeah. But I think some of the ones that are talking about it, it's they're being very vocal about it for a reason. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. They're, they're being vocal very, very much so for a reason. But I'm just saying, keep an eye out for the low-key people. It's always the quiet ones. And I'm not talking about Caval. Talking about the lower key people. See what They've I been think. laying cool for a while. My joke was bad. That was worse. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, we're probably going to get a little fearless. We might get some flawless as well. We'll have to see. You're you're full on Becky tonight with your pun, with your puns. Well, we'll be talking about Becky in the SmackDown Throwdown later in the show, but we need to stick to Raw. Yes, yeah, let's stick to Monday Night Raw. Speaking of Monday Night Raw, the story coming out of Monday Night Raw, we're getting a big return next Monday. That's right. He's come back. He's finished the Marine 20. The Miz will be returning to Raw the, to help the failing Miz Raj. The Rolling Star Superstar of the Year, the Miz. Yes, yes, because he is, he is Superstar of the Year, and he took shots, and it was fabulous. So, Which we'll get to in Twitter of the Week. Yes, but speaking of the Miztourage, they joined Elias for a performance. Bo really likes banging his cowbell while jo- Curtis plays with his jingle bells. Just just saying. And that's too sweet, because that's who their opponents were. Finn Balor, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, the club. Everybody lost their crap about this, rightfully so. Um... Balor, Balor and Gallows and Anderson have, have been having so much fun with it since. But yeah, everybody was like super excited for this because I think everybody's been waiting for it for a long time and people actually gave up on it because it was like, oh, well, they're not going to do it and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so they finally, finally did it. Yay. Which I think it's it's more awesome that they're having fun with it on Twitter than anything else. Oh yeah, they get to be themselves. Like they're like now they're aligned in the universe again, right? So they can have some fun with it. Um, a key for Monday Night Raw for me was Braun Strowman destroying Rhino and Heath Slater. Man, Braun needs to go home and rest. He's he's got the plague, just like everybody else. He's got the plague. He just needs to you know go home, take a Mucinex, rest, recover, come back. But he looked good. I mean, he looked dom- dominant. He just looked really winded afterwards because obviously he's not feeling well. He also delivered like five running power slams in a row. That too. That kind of um, takes a little bit out of you. So a lot of the reaction on the internet has been a little down on the match. I thought it was actually pretty decent, pretty good actually. It was Alexa Bliss and Asuka for the, in the non-tilt match, which the setup was before the match started, like, Alexa was, like, worried about facing Asuka, and she was going after her best friend, Nia Jax, and she said, Gates basically stopped Nia from going to the hospital, like, because she wanted to go give Enzo, um, chicken soup. soup. Which, yeah. how the hell did she get chicken soup? One, okay, it's, e- okay, it's easy to get chicken soup, but where did she get the Tupperware from? Dollar store. Just saying. But she, you know, Alexa basically gave her the ultimatum, and you either choose Enzo or me, and she's like, well, I gotta go take the soup. So her be- the BFF left her to get destroyed by Asuka. The match was, I thought, pretty good. Um, a lot of people did not like it on the internet, so take it what for take that for what it is. Um, it kind of brings up the point: Does this mean they're not fighting at WrestleMania? Could this now turn into where Oscar's not in the Royal Rumble? No, I think she's going to be in it. There's there's no reason not to have her in it. But I would suspect that Alexa may not be the champion going into the Rumble or WrestleMania. You mean? Or I'm sorry, WrestleMania. She may lose it at the Rumble against somebody i don't know it seemed it just felt like it was geared towards oscar beating alexa the rumble and having oscar going in going in as champion i think it's more they wanted to burn it in case they decide if they want you know alexa to actually beat 
Asuka. There could be that as well. Where this is not their first encounter, they probably wanted to see the reaction to it. And, you know, it's something special. You give it away for free on New Year's Eve because they were trying to, or not New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, They were wanting to try and compete with the national championship playoff games. Not that they really had a problem with the second game, but the first game was a bit of an issue. Yeah, it was. So, and this match happened pretty much right when the two games should have switched over. Unfortunately, Georgia and Oklahoma went to overtime right when this match came on. Double overtime. Double overtime right when this match came on. So I was like, uh, which way do you look? Because we were actually sitting there watching both. So, Thank God for dual screens and other technology. Thank you, Comcast. Thank you. Right. You are a lifesaver in these situations. The stream apps on the iPad? Yeah, perfect. Um... Yeah, so there was that. But I mean, I didn't mind it. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought the match was fine. Yeah, so did I. Um, Jason Jordan beat Cesaro. Dude, Roman and Seth are not going to survive Jason. He's not going to make it till Dean comes back. They're going to take him out before. Seth was basically like, Jordan needs to stop being arrogant and cocky. And he came out to watch him lose, even though Jason won. And then in the back, um, Jordan's like, you know, if... So and so gets involved. We'll have your back. Believe that. It's like they were just like, no, we can't. Dean, can you come back? Please come back, Dean. Please. Yeah. Speaking of Dean, oh, we need to talk about Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, Samoa Joe's promo before the match was on fire, to say the least. And she basically said, or he basically told Renee, Dean Ambrose is now just a guy sitting at home, living living off his wife's paycheck. Being a husband, stay-at-home husband, living off his wife's paycheck was the actual line. That was tremendous. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And she's just standing there like, God damn it, I hate you so much right now. I love that they play with it. I love, love that they play with the fact that Renee and Dean are married Her- without actually pointing it out. You know, without actually saying their names. That, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's at home living off his wife's paycheck with his wife standing right there. It's just like, I love how they play with it. And her look was just perfect. She's like, I hate this so much. <laughs> right? But it's like, it's canon, right? They, they've they admitted, you know, because of Total Divas that they're together, they're married. So it's, you can't lie about it. Right. And it all started with The Miz when he brought it up in the storyline a year or so ago. Yeah. So it's like, it's canon. Mm-hmm. So you can't lie about it, but you know what? It's at the same time, it's like, why not screw with it? Why not play with it? I mean, it's like, it's basically involving her without having the storyline revolve around her. Right. And it's like, she's not trying to make it about her, but she's there to sell the reaction and it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's shots fired. Samoa Joe lost to Roman Reigns. Match it was a good match. It was a good match. A little long. It was a good match. But- Again, this was post, this was football game. They had time to fill. I mean, I was fine with it. It was a tad long, but I was okay with it. I felt like Jordan and Cesaro was a little longer and didn't need to be as long, but that's just me. Well, again, it's they did the same formula that they did for Christmas, which was they had longer matches to fill more time. Because, again, they're up against football games, so they're going to have longer wrestling matches rather than doing smaller stuff. Because people are coming off the holidays, they're coming off a holiday tour, people are sick. So I think they tried to make it just a more fun, enjoyable show mm-hmm. than actually really push storylines terribly hard oh yeah by the way we have a brand new cruiserweight on the roster we do 
because it's about no limit gold dust. What? This was just what? And I, I think it's continuing on. It appears to be continuing on as well. I mean, I'm all for them involving people. Oh yeah. Outside the um the cruiser di- cruiserweight division, I'm completely fine with that. I just don't know if they're making sense. But hey, they want to try it, go for it. Gold dust is becoming the friend of Cedric Alexander. Hopefully, no, I'm not even gonna make the joke. I'm not, no, not gonna make the joke. Gonna just move it on. Just move it on. Just move it on. And then there was Bray Wyatt versus Apollo Crews. There were some shenanigans in this match. And I'm not talking about the interfering kind. I'm talking about the flirting kind. He stuck out his ass confirming everything we already confirmed before. Did your boy. Well, we all knew he was a slut. I mean, it's kind of obvious. He's been on the main roster, what, three, four years now? Oh, I know this. I'm just saying he was posing like on the He show. always poses like one. This was a different pose. He was showing his ass to Dana Brooke. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, he was flirting with Dana Brooke, which I personally don't know how to feel. Like, I'm slightly concerned, but this is also the first time Bray Wyatt has kind of shown any type of interest in any of the female superstars. So I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. I don't know if it's not going to go anywhere. If they were just screwing around back, you know, in the match. I don't know what. But it was interesting. Because she was afraid of him, but she was also slightly intrigued. You could tell. But, yeah. The match the match was the match. It was it was okay. It was more Bray, Bray in his slut pants being Bray in his slut pants. That's the best way I can say it. You got everything you wanted out of this. You got Bray in the ring. He did his twirl. He actually got to wrestle. I was very happy. Because I don't remember the last time that damn happened. Well, when he broke the Woken Warrior, Matt Hardy. We don't talk about him. Matt Hardy then came on the screen. And We're not going to talk about it. And did his normal routine. And then we saw about 30,000 Matt Hardys laughing. That was way the hell too much Matt Hardy. I, I, I do not need that much Matt Hardy in my life. I, I really don't. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I was terrified. Well, I think we were about to make the same point. But the scary thing is, is that Bray Wyatt is the normal one in this feud. Yeah, he is. Yes. Like, again, Bray was standing there looking at it like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of actually enjoying Bray being the normal one and not quite sure what to do with Matt Hardy. Like, I just don't think he knows what to do with Matt Hardy, because I don't think he's ever encountered anything like this in his life. So he's just like, what the fuck? Pretty much. Now, what I did not like from the show was the ending of Monday Night Raw. I thought Kane... Because Kane was trying to get Braun on his side to go attack Brock. It apparently did not work. Paul Heyman cuts his normal good promo, and then Kane comes out. He chokeslams Brock. Brock does the zombie sit-up thing the Undertaker and Kane do, and then there's a sort of pull-apart brawl, but the people doing the pull-apart got there before the brawl actually started, and it just felt really awkward, and it felt really flat, because you were waiting for Braun Strowman to come up, come out of nowhere, and instead, there was no Braun. It was just Kane being pulled to the back as Brock stood there awkwardly. It's like, where, where's, where's Braun? See, I'm not sure if they held him off TV, or if it was something that he didn't get there in time, because the whole thing felt mistimed. No, he, you know they they had him off the TV because Brock le- would eventually after Raw ended Brock would leave and then Kane would and Brock would leave Kane would leave Braun would come out challenge Kane and then Kane would and Braun fought so it was weird yeah it was weird so yeah I don't know I did I thought the finish and the ending of Raw came off very flat yeah it. it was just sort of eh. It really was. But that was Monday Night Raw. It had stiff competition. I imagine the ratings were not really good, but we'll see how they fare. And we're on the road to Raw 25, so there's that. It's coming up. Hey. It's coming up on the 22nd, so we're only 
two show, two more shows before or three more shows. So yeah. Take her, 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 take her. Anyway, we're going to take our first break of the evening, and when we come back, we're going to be talking all about SmackDown. We'll let you know who won, who lost, all that fun stuff. Tweet of the week. And I think that's it. You're listening to The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. My sight's high, let it go and then. Let them know how it go and when. They be thinking lights out, then I go again. Gotta blaze the route. Got a couple foul haters, I phase them out. All of y'all praise the doubt. I raise the cloud. My favorite, how I'm the favorite now. Any given time, I can fast forward. Y'all can sit in line, I'll be past all that. When I know it's mine, Every Monday night, get caught up with everything that happens on Monday Night Raw with the Raw Post Show. Suplex City, bitch. From the big returns. Maybe I have one more ass kicking left in. I thought to myself, maybe I have one badass spear left in me. Then I thought to myself, maybe I have one last devastating jackhammer in me. So, Brock Lesnar, not only does that mean that you're next, but most importantly, it means, Brock Lesnar, you're last. To the shocking moment. First off, Thank you so much for that. Yeah, what's up, Detroit? And the moments that leave you speechless. You know, Chris, if you're going to put something on that list, why don't you start with that terrible scarf of yours? I mean, while I'm looking at you, you can add those rinky-dink tattoos on there, your tacky little haircut, your creepy mustache, and how about those trunks, Sparkle Crotch? What? Sparkle Crotch. They're sparkly. Rhinestones all over the place. Sparkle crotch. Go ahead, get it on the list. Write it down. Sparkle crotch. I'm going to say this one time. I am not sparkle crotch. It's the Raw Post Show. Monday nights, live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. The evolution of online sports entertainment begins again on Sunday nights when you step into the ring with Wrestle Talk Radio. Covering all the latest in the WWE, TNA, and the indie scene. Plus, providing you with the most comprehensive coverage of every WWE and TNA pay-per-view. Join Wrestle Talk Radio every Sunday night live only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Do you feel a little bit empty inside after the rack goes off the air on Thursday nights? Well, don't fret, because the rack has a little something extra for you, in the form of the rack extra. Join us as we review the weekly happenings with your favorite Total Divas. From start to finish, we give you our reactions to all the relationship drama, the infighting, and all the trips to the plastic surgeon's office. Join us as we get all up in that Kool-Aid of the Total Divas with the Rack Extra. Weekly right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Trust me, it's simply TheBomb.com.
This is Kane from WWE, and you're listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. Right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today, Instagram.com slash MVG1211. And if you're listening to us over at Gerwig.net, RackRadioShow.com, or WildTalkRadio.com, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Get a quick second, check out the fine folks at FightBoot.com because, well, we love them and you'll love them too. So if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously heard the news and raw, I guess. Hopefully you didn't just fast forward to the second half of the show. That'd be kind of weird. So anyway, Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting no more, no more It cannot wait, I'm sure Before you start, I have to say something Twitter, please don't tell me to follow Al-Qaeda What? Yes, it's telling me to follow Al-Qaeda on Twitter They have a Twitter? Well, it's not an, It's not them, actually But someone running an Al-Qaeda Twitter Why would you do that? I don't know. It's, I think it's a parody account. I I hope to God it is. So it's telling me to follow it. They follow two things: suspicious package and Kim Jong Un. Okay. Neither of which are real accounts. Figured. Still, please Twitter. I do not want to follow Al Qaeda. That's a little weird. It really is. I only noticed because I went to Twitter to get my tweets, and that's what came up. Anyway, go ahead. So on a lighter note. Funny time. Funny time! The Miz, you don't become Wrestler of the Year by wearing your own merch shirt or tactical vest. You become Wrestler of the Year by day after day, over-delivering on everything you do. When I come back, Raw will be my show again. I see is mine. Thanks, Rolling Stone, for this honor. Sorry, Roman. Maybe next year, Big Dog. Ouch. Believe that. Hmm? said, believe that. Sure. So, Biggie tweeted out, This bowl season, me, Big Ten, other dude, Pac-12, and it's a gif of him spanking Dean Ambrose. To which, Renee Young responds, This is very disturbing. And she's got an angry, smiley face there. And Biggie responds, In this case, do not try this at home, doesn't apply to you. Have fun! He's encouraging them to to uh, yep. get kinky. I just don't even. Yep. Chris Jericho. Flight attendant just came to my seat and told me I've flown 3 million miles on Delta. I think that deserves a free cocktail at least. Delta responds, Oh wow, what an accomplishment. Are you looking for the gift? The gift of Delta? Well, please follow and DM your confirmation number so we can show our gratitude for your preference. And so you can drink it in, man! God bless wrestling fans that get official 
Twitters. Just God bless them. Yep. It's amazing. That's quality customer service right there. That's all I can say. That's just quality. That's all I have. Okay. All right. Here we go. Order, um, talk about the Rusev Day shirts. Um, some goes, someone named Meat Fist goes, ordered mine over three weeks ago. Still waiting for it to ship. Can you pull some strings for me? Rusev goes, pull strings? I'm sewing it myself. Happy Rusev Day. Aw, he's such a good guy. Zelina Vega, how I know I'm home, sweet home. My cousin trying to order pizza. How long would it take to deliver? Pizza guy, an hour. Cuz, an hour? You guys are down the street. Pizza guy, it's snowing outside. I don't know if you noticed. Cuz, oh, I've noticed. Click, hashtag, New York. Nice. Rusev, NFL f- fired all the coaches. Rex is getting a call. I can feel, feel it. I guess I meant feel, feel it. And with him, I can come back and watch football again. Okay, Rusev. Where you wait for Vince McMahon's football? WWE creative-ish. We're sorry for that Seamus upskirt. There goes our PG rating. Hashtag raw. <laughs> Kathy Kelly. Less cowbell, please. Good reference. A buff aloaf Bills fan goes from the numbers 32 to 1. They're all one word lines. I'm not going to say every number. I'm just going to read the words. We should stop trying to predict the order of the 2019 draft because the NFL is so wildly random and teams can turn it all around in just one off season. Browns. Buffalo Bills are so lucky to be in the playoffs. Anyway, the Woken Warrior Matt Hardy goes, Heavens to Nerik, it appears the Dust of Gold has apparently contracted a spot monkey addiction. Drew Gulak Drew goes, You spelled addiction wrong. Matt Hardy goes, You know nothing. Your puny mind and soul cannot comprehend my celestial magnitude. I am using the proper lexicon and dialect from the year 3000 AD. You... Jijun Neanderthal. Yes. Oh dear. So unfortunate. So, so, so unfortunate. Anyway, Smackdown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's Smackdown. Showdown. Yes! 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 So I didn't know this. Mm. Maybe you can help me with this. I didn't know that um, instant replay was a thing in WWE. Is it? When we saw it on SmackDown? I think it's a thing when they want it to be a thing. Right. But that's one thing. But if you make the rule for one thing, then it should be the rule for every match? No, only when it works for them. Only when it works for them. And titles are on the line. And titles are on the line. Okay. I get that. I get that. But isn't the, the idea the referee's decision is final? No matter what. And he crowned G- G- uh, Gable and Jordan new champions. Correct? Correct. Okay. But it was two legal men. Neither commissioner or general manager came to ringside to rectify the situation. They let the referees handle the situation. If the referee in charge of this matchup is counting two illegal men down, or counting, one Ill- counting two illegal men counting the pinfall, shouldn't that referee be fined or suspended? Or even fired? Dude, this is WWE. That never happens. Also, when they looked at the replay, did they make sure they caught the ball and both feet were in bounds? You're confusing football with wrestling. And No, I'm not. That's all the same thing, right? They're not in bounds in wrestling. Yes, they are. No, they're not. I thought I could swear they are. Anyway, the Usos retained the tight team titles after um, the referee had to reverse the decision, and then it felt like they then squashed. Gable and Jordan, Gable and Benjamin. After that, I don't know. The match was fine. I just, 
I don't know. I feel like you've now moved on from Gable and Benjamin, and, you know, they're done now. That's the way it felt like to me. Yeah, it felt like it was complete, and they're like, okay, yeah, we gave you the five seconds of them with the titles, and now we're going to take them back. I mean, that's honestly what it felt like. You feel just a little cheated. So it's just like, oh, okay, all right, maybe. Maybe. Now, staying with the tag teams. The Bludgeon Brothers. Beardy Sons. They were scheduled to phase Breezango. In the middle of showing how this set up to the match, the matchup started, or the attack started. They were beating down Breezango until the Ascension made the save. Kind of. They they, they tried to. I mean, they, they really, they tried very, very hard. They didn't succeed, but they tried. I mean, that's, I guess, all you can hope for <laughs> in that case, because... Luke and Eric just kind of went, nope, and just, like, beat the crap out of them. Which is a stark contrast to the Up, Up, Down, Down episode that you see with Luke Harker, because he gets his ass clean on uh, video games. But by God, you put him in the ring, and he will just beat you up. He takes the video game so, so seriously. It's adorable! By the way, I love that everyone on Up, Up, Down, Down has nicknames. Except for him. No, he does have one. It's Luke. It's Luke. Yeah, like, everybody looks at him so weird when Wiz is like, and Luke. And they're like, really? Well, really? He, he That's was, the best you came up with was Luke? He was the behind-the-scenes commissioner. Now he's an actual character, so he's now just Luke. Luke Harper. But yeah, it's like he's just going by his, his ring name, and everybody's just like, really? Okay. But also, Baron Corbin with Luke Harper is kind of like six, six kinds of adorable. It's amazing. I... Honestly, I wish the Baron Corbin that shows up on Up, Up, Down, Down would show up on TV because he's way more entertaining on Woods' show than he is on the regular shows. I want that Baron Corbin. Can I have him, please? Pretty please with sugar on top? That would be awesome. You mentioned Up, Up, Down, Down. The leader and founder of Up, Up, Down, Down is Xavier Woods. And him and Aiden English had a match. But we're not going to talk about the match right this second. We're not? Talk about the build-up they've been doing on Twitter. Okay, whoever came up with this, probably Woods, is brilliant, where they've been giving campaign speeches over the weekend as to why they should be U.S. champ. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic stuff. Then they did a backstage bit tonight where Woods was celebrating. They were celebrating with um, They had pancakes in the year with the year 2018. And they would do a whole big celebration, and then Russo came in and stole Xavier Woods' wish. Which is not nice. Which is not nice. You don't steal another man's wish. And then Rusev, on Rusev Day, sung for Aiden English. It was very nice. It was. We, we should all feel privileged that we got a Rusev Day song on Rusev Day. It was tremendous. He and, went caroling. And the match was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier Woods picked the win, so he advances to only probably to lose to Jinder Mahal next week, or two weeks. I don't know. I kind of want Woods to win. Okay, you look at this situation. Next week, it's Mojo and Zack Ryder. We all know Mojo's going to win. Right. So it's going to be then Mojo versus Bobby Roode. And we know who's winning that. Bobby Roode. Then it's Jinder versus Woods. They're not going to do Woods versus Roode, are they? They could. They could, but they probably won't. That'd be entertaining as hell. But it would probably be Jinder versus Roode. But I don't want that. That's not going to be fun. At the Royal Rumble for the U.S. title. I know it's not going to be fun. But Rude versus Woods is the better match. I know. But in WWE logic, they could do Mojo versus Woods, and that would be awful. I don't, well, 
Yeah, it's Mojo. It's Mojo. Well, the build-up would be fun. Not with serious Mojo. Oh, yeah, it's serious Mojo, right? Right. He's lost his Mojo. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah never mind. So, yeah, there's that. Um, other things from the, this episode of SmackDown. The Riot Squad beat Natalia, uh, Tamina, and um, Carmella. Utterly fine with this. I... Uh, I, I like the Riot Squad far better than I like Absolution. I enjoy the Riot Squad far better than I enjoy Absolution. I feel like the Riot Squad has a certain level of crea- uh, credibility that Absolution does not. So, Ruby, and they cut a promo. It was a really solid promo by Ruby Riot. Charlotte came out and interrupted. And here's my biggest takeaway from when Charlotte interrupted. Where was her belt? I don't know. Why didn't the champion have the belt? The champion should always carry their belt. Maybe maybe she took it to get it shined up. Still, the champion should always have the belt for TV. That's my nitpick. So Charlotte was out there, you know, she she brought out Naomi, and then she brought out the returning Becky Lynch. Yay! Irish wifey's back. So they took care of the Riot Squad. It was good to see Becky back. She's been it, sorely missed on this show. She has been sorely missed. She's been sorely needed. So yeah, to have her back amongst the ladies is always good to see. And in time for the Royal Rumble, so not going to complain about that. Also, don't darken her hair. Her hair is fine the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's the right natural color for her. Although she's probably going to dye it back orange. Oh, I know, but she shouldn't. It works. This works for her. But yeah, no, it, it definitely looks nice. It's, it's very pretty on her. But yeah. Becky's back. And then in Match of the Night... Before we get to the Match of the Night, we oh. need to do the setup of the Match of the Night. Okay, yes. That's fair. So AJ opened the show, and he was confused about what happened last week, and he wanted some answers. So the man who was going to give those answers, why Kevin Owens, or Sami Zayn was allowed to be at ringside with Kevin Owens last week, is Daniel Bryant. So Daniel Bryant comes out, but before Daniel Bryant could talk... Shane McMahon comes out, and Shane McMahon talks about he had the best of intentions last week. He apologized. He then talked about how people say he has a vendetta against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but he also said Daniel Bryan basically is trying to turn the yes movement into the yep movement, and um, they went back and forth, and then Daniel Bryan basically, and then Shane McMahon basically said, Kevin Owens, since Kevin Owens is probably going to be at ringside, then I'll be at ringside. Well, Daniel Bryan said, yeah, I was going to let Kevin stay, but since you're going to be a ringside, and Kevin's going to be a ringside, I'll be a ringside too. And then we got to the main event. Go. So much tension between the Smack Dads. So much tension. I just, I can't deal with this. They need to make, they just need to make up. Y'all, y'all can't be fighting like this. Just kiss and make up and let's all move on. Like this never happened. Right. But yeah, you got Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles. Good Lord. Fantastic match. You wouldn't expect anything less from these two, honestly. Like, you just, you wouldn't. So, go ahead. So, yeah, this this was great. Continue, I'm sorry. So, what was weird is, so, AJ was going for a roll-up pin. The referee was trying to get out of the way, so he jumps out of the ring. As he does this, Kevin Owens is stopping him from getting back into the ring. Um, Shane McMahon then shoved Kevin Owens. The referee throws Kevin Owens out, and then since... The referee tossed Kevin. Brian's like, Shane, why don't you leave too since you were causing the chaos? Kevin got up on the apron. AJ's knocked him off. Halufa kicked by Sami Zayn. And now Sami Zayn beats AJ Styles just like AJ Styles lost to Kevin Owens last week. Yep. So the Yep movement is dominating the WWE champion. Yep. AJ Styles was very mad after the match. 
Yep. He told Shane and Brian to stop bickering like children and told Kevin and Sammy they they are cowards. Yep. That can't even earn their own victory. Ouch. You're supposed to say yep. It's getting redundant. He told Brian and Shane to make everyone happy and book him in a handicap match. Basically joking. And then Daniel Bryan was like, you know what? That's a fantastic idea. That's a fantastic idea. At the Royal Rumble, it'll be AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match for the WWE Championship. There you go. I'm fine with this. Utterly, 100% fine. Not, I don't have an issue with this at all. Not going to complain. So we now know what the main events for the Royal Rumble are. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles for the WWE title. We have the two Royal Rumble matches. And we have Brock versus Kane versus Braun for the Universal title. That's a strong four matches right there. That is a strong four matches right there. So it's a very strong four matches right there. So we'll see how the card builds. But that was SmackDown. SmackDown was fine. SmackDown was very entertaining. I thought it was a nice offering. It it was a little bit more faster paced than Raw was, but again, there's no football tonight. There's no holiday tonight. People kinda went back to work today, so you know, they they kept it they kept it interesting, which is good. Um, my only complaint is there was not enough of the Beardy Children. I really don't like that we only get like two seconds of the Beardy Children, so if they could increase the amount that we get the Beardy Children, I would very much appreciate it. But other than that, great show. I like the one thing I take away from SmackDown every week. They're telling the best story in WWE, and that's this Daniel Bryan, Sam Zayn, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon story. And it's a very slow burn, And now that they've, nice. And they've added AJ Styles to the mix? It's a great story. It really is. Looking forward mm-hmm. to it. I look forward to seeing how it progresses every single week. Because you think you know where it's going, but you really don't. Twists and turns. Plot turns. <laughs> Good wrestling storytelling. How about that? What? That never happens. But anyway, that does it for the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. He's got plugs. Yes, I do. Uh, Saturday night, midnight ish at CB Radio. It's the first CB Radio of 2018. We are going to do the Greater Than Great debate on all the blame robs of 2017. Uplifting, I know. Check out last week's episode where we did cookies. Check out CB Radio Saturday nights, midnight ish. CB Radio live on Facebook, Twitter, and com. Get this. Sunday night, it's actually Russell Talk Radio. What? I know. What? I know. It never happens. It's so big, Lindsay Ward's going to be on the show. Wait, what? It's the WTR Fantasy Draft. Oh. Can, Yay? Can Team Fluffy get back to her winning ways? No. Or will, te- will Team Mike actually get a win? Yeah, come on, Mike. Come on, man. You could do it. I know you can. He's the only one that hasn't won. So... So it's WTR Fantasy Draft this Sunday night on Russell Talk Radio as they return for the first time in in a while uh, at WTR Sunday on Facebook and Twitter. Speaking of things returning, this Monday night is the Raw Post Show, 11, 10 p.m. Eastern. We're back. So check that out. Tuesday night, switch.tv slash rack radio show is WTR Sims. Hopefully you all enjoy the new version of WTR Sims. We're coming up with stories and all that fun stuff. So it's a trial our so let us know how it goes. You can catch the archives at youtube.com slash show. Speaking of, you can go to youtube.com slash show. Subscribe now. We're on the road to WrestleMania, so we're going to highlight some WrestleMania matches. 34 of them. 
going forward on the road to WrestleMania, plus some Royal Rumble moments, and a lot of other fun stuff, youtube.com slash Show. Plus, the My Career Mode will finish off on mo- every Monday on the YouTube channel as well, so check that all out. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Rack Radio Show, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, all that fun stuff. We're anywhere on social, it's Rack Radio Show, at Wild Talk Radio, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Lensward, L-A-N-S-W-R-D. You can go to my website, psychboarddesigns.com. If you like my artwork, if you'd like to view my artwork, it is available for your viewing pleasure at behance.net slash Lensward, same as the Twitters. And don't forget to check out the very fine sponsors, Gerwick.net, Wrestling Figure Photography, Instagram.com slash MBG1211, and Fightboot.com. So hold, for Rock, hold on, I'm- hold on, hold on. Don't mean to cut you off, I forgot one thing. Check out the Rack Extra Total Divas, Season 7, Episode 8, available now. Episode 9 available next week. Forgot about that. You good? Now I'm good. Alright, so for Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to Rack right here on WalltalkRadio.com. And we will see you next week. Live! Only on WalltalkRadio.com. Till then, bye! You want, but there won't, in